what is going on everyone this is zach here back with another episode uh and here on today's episode we are going to be talking about the nba playoffs again uh we're going to do a little fun draft to start things out and then we're going to talk about some role players on these four teams still remaining and then close up the show by talking about how great the nba draft lottery went now let me introduce you to the rest of the crew yeah, what's going on, everybody? It's Eric, your ranting co-host here. Uh, excited to get into another episode here. And definitely uh, for Connor and me, this little short notice about this draft thing. So I don't know about Connor, but I'm definitely intrigued to uh, to get into this thing. And hopefully I'll get the best team. And what's up, guys? It's Connor, the co-host with the most. And uh, yeah, sorry, Eric, you're not going to have the best team. I'm going to have the best team because, uh, you know, I'm just a genius like that. But mm, uh, yeah, mm, I'm <laughs> OK, okay. <laughs> uh, you know, you know how it is. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to get into this. And I know this isn't, you know, basketball related, but, you know, my hockey team, Zach and I's hockey teams are still in the playoffs and Eric's isn't. So, you know, <laughs> look, I could have taken the Colorado Avalanche. OK, and I didn't. So that's, that's loyalty to my state that I live in right there. I did, didn't expect to have a rant this episode, but, you know, Connor calling me out like that. I, mean, I, had, to, know, I had to throw one in there. I mean, yeah. <laughs> our teams have been trash for so long, like, you know, got to enjoy it while it lasts. <laughs> Zach's like, I'm just going to sit on the sidelines and enjoy this. <laughs> uh, all right. So, um, yes, we are going to be doing a draft and we've never done a draft like this before. So it's this is going to be fun. The first time we've done something like this, I'll go ahead and <laughs> explain the rules um, and what the draft is about before we start. Uh, so we are drafting a starting five lineup of players on the NBA team still in the playoffs. So the Mavericks, Warriors, Heat and Celtics, those four teams, those are the eligible players to be drafted. Um, assuming everybody's like healthy and everything right now. So uh, no injuries <laughs> or anything. We're just, we're just assuming full health. Um, but the, the, the catch to this is we're not just drafting only the starters here. Uh, you're allowed to take three starters. Um, so example is Kyle Lowry. He's the starting point guard for the for the Heat. He counts as a starter. Tyler Hero is a shooting guard for the Heat. He's coming off the bench. So you have to get three starters and two bench players to fill out your what's going to end up being a starting five. But the two bench players have to be currently on the bench. Um, and you must get players from at least three teams. So your starting five has to have uh, representation from three of the four teams still in so that limits your options if you only have you know your first four picks from two teams that means your last pick would have to be from one of the two teams you haven't picked from so it will be a snake draft um with eric having the first pick i've got the second pick connor will have the third pick um we're going to draft two guards two forwards and essentially a utility, whatever, uh, if you want a guard, forward, center, whatever best available, whatever you want to go with um, will be that fifth slot. So uh, that's how the draft will be. And we, we, Connor, did you come up with a, a name for your team or did you just Eric? I did. Okay. We've all got uh, team names. So I'll <laughs> go ahead and let Eric introduce his team name. 
All right, perfect. Uh, yeah, so my team name is going to be the Texas Tornadoes. Uh, Susan and I spent a whole five minutes contemplating that, came up with that pretty quickly, <laughs> and uh, I'm, pr- I'm pretty happy with the name. So uh, we also happen to have a pretty crazy thunderstorm last night. That might have influenced the name a little bit. But, uh, yeah, so am I, am I officially on the clock here, or are we doing all of our team names first? Yeah, we'll just go through the team names first, then we'll Okay, up. okay, okay. So I'm not, not officially on the clock yet. <laughs> and I've got the second pick here. My team is going to be the Champa Bay Cigars. Um, oh! Champa Bay. <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think there's a few uh, cities across the U.S. that would kind of uh, take issue with that, given they've got more titles than Tampa. They, hey, we're we're talking. Dang. About I say, Zach, you got to sit on the sidelines there for a second, but that's over. <laughs> <laughs> you do that. Connor's just like, uh, you know, Connor's like, firing uh, Pittsburgh. shots today. <laughs> Pittsburgh. As much as much as I hate to say it, Boston too. Like, <laughs> yeah, but they're not. You know, they're they don't they're not a Bay City. So, Champa Bay. Um, <laughs> and then the, uh, the cigars reference. The cigars reference. If anyone's not been to Tampa. Um, it's a big cigar producing city, uh, Cuban cigars, and there's a lot of cigar okay. deep for cities. So cigars are a big deal in Tampa. All right. Well, you know, I guess I'll I'm kind of sticking with the uh, alliterative theme. Mine doesn't really have any sort of like, you know, local tone to it i guess other than it just sounds cool and it's alliterative uh, it's gonna be the carolina crushers ah okay <clears throat> so we got the crushers the cigars and the tornadoes drafting eric you're officially on the clock who will be the first pick all right with the first pick and the uh, whatever title <laughs> yeah is michael jordan available i don't I, <laughs> is there a typo i don't see him on the list i was gonna pick him first uh i don't see him here though um <laughs> but no so in all serious now with the first pick and this whatever the title of this draft is i'm <laughs> going to select for the texas tornadoes jason tatum from the boston Ooh, that's Celtics. an interesting first pick yeah it is um I will go ahead. Oh, can you just explain why why you took Tatum first? Uh, I took him because I know there were some other. There's probably like one or two other people that might go popular, but I feel like if I'm building a long term franchise, that I want to get somebody young, and uh, and not only that, I like the way his game has evolved over the last couple seasons. I feel like we're starting to see him get more results than we were getting out of him in the past. I like that, you know, he's a pretty good offensive and defensive player. I like two way players. So that is why I selected Jason Tatum with the first overall pick. All right. So that puts the Champa Bay cigars on the clock now. All right. The cigars are going to rush to the podium, get the player they wanted first overall. They're going to take Luka Doncic from the Mavericks. Um, you know, it, getting a ta- as talented a player Doncic is, is hard. He's one of a kind. People compare him a lot to Larry Bird. Um, so I've, uh, I'm pretty happy with getting Doncic here. 
Yeah, don't, and don't yeah, get me well, wrong. For anybody that's like, oh, I can't believe he didn't take Luca first. Well, he was my second pick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm right here because I'm going to get the player that I think is the best player in this draft at number three, and that's easily very enthusiastically. I'm rushing up and taking Steph Curry. Like, <laughs> I think he's still the most complete and best player in this draft right now. I know Luca's like. You know, he gets those triple doubles, guys, you know, triple double machine. But Steph Curry still he's got the experience. He's got everything you could ever want in a basketball player. And, you know, I mean, heck, he even if we're talking about triple doubles. He managed to somehow grab 12 rebounds in their last game, which I don't know how Steph Curry ever does that. But, you know, um, I'm feeling pretty good about Steph Curry. Number one here for me. <clears throat> and then with my second pick, I'm going to go ahead and take the only center in this draft that I honestly I think is worth getting, and that's going to be Bam Adebayo. Um, you know, I want to if I'm going to get, uh, I want a big man who can. can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to get a big man who can the boards, and you know, as, as 2K likes to say, make rebounding sexy again. Um, but, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> just just have like you know a dominant big man, and I think he's really the only true dominant big man that's actually on this board so um i want to go ahead and grab him before someone else does all right i'm happy actually i didn't think he'd survive this late but i'm gonna take jimmy butler from the heat yeah that was my other heat choice i was gonna take ah. <laughs> i mean i'm not surprised i'm, I'm not surprised uh, well but... come... you can always take kyle lowry <laughs> oh yeah he's available i was thinking okay. about taking butler too but you know i want that uh I, I wanted the big man, so but yeah, Butler was definitely. I was between Butler and Autobio there. Yeah, Butler. I mean, he's going to give more scoring, like to pair with Doncic, but also um, grittiness on defense, being like a team leader sort of guides. Uh, Butler in these playoffs has done really, really well. Um, so in the regular season, people didn't really notice him too much, but now playoff time, people are realizing he's really good. So um, I'm liking my team so far, Eric. Finally, back to you now. Back to me. So uh, with my first of two picks here, I'm going to get me another two-way player that I like. I'm going to take Clay Thompson from the Golden State Warriors and happily welcome him to the team. And now for my next pick, this is where it gets a little trickier. Um, ah, man. This, Let's see. So we have to have three teams <coughs> and two bench players. So that's kind of what I'm looking at here. Um, let's see. I'm, I was debating on getting the first bench player, but just because those options aren't as good. But I am going to go ahead and uh, take another starter here and get somebody who's kind of emerged over these like last season or two. And I'm going to take Jalen Brunson, uh, the point guard from the Mavericks to fill out my backcourt there. Gotcha. So Eric has hit his three team, uh, requirement. The three team requirement and the three <laughs> starters. So I, ha I have to take two bench players next. Yeah. All right. And with my next pick, I'm going to, I'm going to take the first of the bench players here. I'm going to take Jordan Poole, um, the shooting guard from the Warriors. I think, you know, he, out of the bench options, he's the one that seems to 
even though he's on the bench, he plays a significant role for them and another good three-point shooter for this team. So I'm liking that. All right, so I am up, and definitely still some good options left on the board here for starters. Um, but I am going to take another starter here, and I'm going to go ahead and take Andrew Wiggins to be my board. You know, get him and Steph Curry together. Um, you know, I know that's reaching into the Warriors, and he still need to get a third team here. But um, I think Andrew Wiggins. I was contemplating taking Jalen Brown too, but. For the way that I think I want to set up my team, I think Andrew Wiggins is the best option left for me. Um, so with that being said, I'm pretty much, no, well, I'm going to say I'm going to take the next bench player. I'm forced to take the next the next bench player. Um, and I think the guys might not be too happy about me for this one, but I'm going to go ahead and take Grant Williams to be my power forward. The only reason why I'm not too upset about that is just because I'm pretty sure Zach would have taken him next pick anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure he would not have fallen to me regardless. So. All right. Zach. Am I correct on that, Zach? Yeah. I, okay. I, that's I, why I, yeah. <laughs> Oh man, this is, this is tough here now. Um, okay. I'm going to take, uh, Duncan Robinson from the bench oh, okay. to my team. Um, I think, you know, the one thing I really noticed in the playoffs is the three ball is so important. You need three point shooters. You need everyone on your team to shoot threes. So um, I'm going to add Duncan Robinson here and he'll help. He will help me do that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I'm looking here. Uh, Still for sure need to get another four. There's just not many good big guys available, especially now since I need to uh, take players off the bench. So um, for my last two picks here, I will. Oh, man. I guess. OK, I'm going to take uh, I'm, this is definitely going to be a pretty small team, but I'm going to take Otto Porter uh, off the bench for. Golden State. I just don't like any of these other big options. So I was really hoping to get Grant Williams there. But um, so I will take him to fill out that slot. Um, let's see. And then for my final pick, I'm going to put Otto Porter at the other forward spot. And then you're going to have him at, at small forward or power forward. I'll do small forward and then have, have Tatum, say, yeah, I was like, Tatum can be power forward. So, yeah. And then for my like utility option here for my last spot off the bench, I'm going to take uh, Derek White from the Celtics, another guy that can shoot the three and play some defense for me. So I know like looking at my team overall here, Jalen Brunson's not the greatest defender, but with the rest of my team, I, I like their ability to, you know, play defense, get some stops, and feel like I have a decent amount of shooting here as well. So this wasn't exactly fully how I thought this was going to go for my team, but I still like my team, though. But So, Zach, I will let you make your final selection here. All right, so I I get to pick a starter now since I picked my bench players earlier. So my last... DJ play- Tucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't need a corner three specialist on the team. Uh- <laughs> 
but uh i'm gonna but, take but can you but can you use a guy that can draw that can uh give fouls but then act like he didn't commit the foul do you need somebody like that on your team <laughs> he, would be, he would be great at that but uh we're trying to <laughs> here and play basketball so i'm gonna take draymond green uh consistently speaking of fouls <laughs> he's in the defensive player of the year conversation all the time um i'm pretty i think he made one of the all defensive teams. So uh, for his defense, um, he's going to add something to this team. And uh, glad I got him here as uh, a forward. All right. Well, pick. I'm feeling really happy about my team. I feel like when it comes to, you know, we ever have to put these teams together, I'm going to be out rebounding y'all by a lot, but um, this is kind of, I need a shooting guard, and I got to take a bench player. So I'm going to take another good three-point shooter to pair with Steph Curry, um, and that's going to be Tyler Hero from the Miami Heat. Um, you know, hopefully, I couldn't get Clay, um, and I was at one point actually maybe hoping to take um, uh, Duncan Robinson, but Zach took him from me. So I'll go with Tyler Hero, and hopefully, he can be him and Steph Curry can be the new uh, Splash Brothers uh, in the absence of Clay Thompson. <laughs> all right this has been pretty cool um we'll each summarize up our teams here in a second but i just want to run through some notable starters that weren't drafted um marcus smart and jalen brown really the, the celtics only had one starter taken with jason tatum um nobody took marcus smart jalen brown al horford or robert williams um, I mean, Horford wasn't really worth taking. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but still, that's interesting. And then, I mean, those were those were the biggest names I think that weren't taken as a starter. Uh, but Eric, go ahead and just um, once again summarize your team, and then we always do this pick uh, between the other two, between myself and Connor, who you think has the best team between us. All right. Yeah. So for my team, I. Uh... Like I said a minute ago, it wasn't fully how I was expecting it to go. And then having to take the bench players made it more interesting as well. But um, but I what I do like about my team is I like the uh, the shooting aspect overall on my team. I think I've got guys that can hit the three guys that can hit the mid range guys that can create their own shot. I feel like overall, for the most part as well, that the defense on my team is pretty good. Uh my biggest weakness on the team is definitely without a doubt going to be rebounding seeing as how Jason Tatum is my tallest player. But, uh, I figured I'd rather have somebody like, you know, Derek white or somebody like that, that can, you know, still shoot and get me points versus like, you know, some other forward that doesn't really get much playing time. So the, the bigs were definitely, a not, there were not very many options there, but, I mean, I guess I could have taken Daniel Tice or something, but <laughs> wasn't 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 feeling that. Um, as for between Zach and Connor, I, who do I think has the uh, better team? This is definitely a tough one here, but I think Zach's strategy of waiting till the end to get the final starter and getting the bench guys a little earlier helped. I think I like the overall depth on Zach's team a little better. Um, I think it's pretty close though. I'm not like 
It's not yeah. like, oh, it's like, oh, my God, Zach's team is way better or anything like that. But um, I do have to get because I think with Zach's team, I think Draymond could pair up against uh, Bam pretty well. And then, you know, Butler could guard either Wiggins or Grant like and then though there might that Connor seems a little bit bigger. So like maybe that third option would be tough to guard. But I also feel like Connor's team might have a harder time guarding some of these guards and smaller guys that Zach has. So I'm giving Zach a slight edge here. Like, but and honestly, if I'm being honest too, like I'll say, I think Zach has the best team overall, but, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm not going to try to like brag and say I have the best team or anything here, but so, <laughs> but so that's my thoughts here. So Zach, I'll uh, I'll pass it over to you here. Yeah, thanks for the uh, thanks for the endorsement there. I got um, you. you know. <laughs> just to recap, my just team. for this draft, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got Doncic and Poole um, as my guards with Duncan Robinson. Uh, so you know, Doncic is the main ball handler on this team. But Poole and Robinson are going to be great three-point shooters um, that are hopefully going to get open looks with double teams on Doncic. And then down low, I've got Jimmy Butler and Draymond Green playing good defense, feisty guys for rebounds and steals. Um, And then Butler has the offensive versatility also. So if Doncic is missing shots, Butler can step in and be the number one scorer. Um, So I really do like the way my team was set up between – Eric and Connor, I like you said, it's close. This isn't a obvious choice, but I'm going to give the slight edge to Connor. I just think, um, I just think from top to bottom, I like this team a little bit more, and I like Eric's. Probably didn't help that Eric got the first and then the fifth pick, I think. So he had to wait um, a while to get that second player, but. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, the, the the pool dried up after my first pick, <laughs> pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Connor, uh, show us your team again, and then make your uh make your pick as well. Yeah, I mean, obviously the main thing here is Steph Curry. He's you know one of the, been one of the best point guards in the league for a long time, and then like I said I wanted to get Autobio early on just because you know the big man talent in this draft is pretty limited. Um. You know, none of these teams are really known for their dominant big men. Um, you know, this isn't like we're having like the Bucks as one of our uh, picks here because they would have definitely had more options for big men. But so I wanted to get Bam early on, you know, get some good defense and rebounding. So I know, um, you know, especially with trying to guard someone like Luca would be hard for my team. But, you know, I just wanted to get overall uh, player, good players like that. And also I wanted to get Grant Williams early on. Um you know, I wanted to get a, a decent player coming off the bench. He's really shown out in these playoffs. And I think the pairing, I think probably the best thing that I have going for me a little bit here is the pairing of Steph Curry and Andrew Wiggins. Um, neither, I know Zach has um, Butler and Robinson, but I think in terms of, you know, two players that play together a lot that really, you know, probably have a good connection. I think Steph Curry and Andrew Wiggins are definitely the two in that scenario on these teams. Um, so I really like my team. I know, like I said, defense would be a little bit of an issue against a player like Luca, but I think we can guard just about everyone else and we do good in the rebounding department. Um, but between Eric and Zach's team, I do think, um, I am going to have to go with Zach's team as well here. Um, I don't know. I just don't see like, even with my team, we're both 
Eric and I would have a hard time guarding Luca. I think just the combo of Luca and Jimmy Butler is a really hard um, combo to guard. I know, like, it's like with Eric and I, I think we, we could guard one of them. Like, I think both Eric and I would have a decent time guarding Jimmy Butler um, since Eric has Tatum and I have, like, uh, Wiggins and Williams to go there. But I think guarding Doncic would just be too hard for either of us. So um, I would have to go with Zach has the, the best team. Sweet. I'll take it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this, this is fun. Um, I, I think it's interesting when you have to throw in the bench players, cause you, you just look and you're like, Oh man, they're the guards are loaded in this, you know, but then, you know, the bench. They really are. <laughs> so it's, it's, guys one, it's like, one of those things like would have been, would have been nice to also be able to take like Marcus smart or Jalen Brown. But I was like, you know, yeah. Well, the bench players the whole, being like thrown the in. team rule thing too, because I, I thought about that too, but then I, since I took Tatum first pick, I was like, well, I really don't want to take a second Celtic player like back to back because, you know, I've got to pick players from these other teams too. like, like I probably like I would have taken Marcus Smart instead of Jalen Brunson. But I was like, well, I need to get a player from another team. So I was like, well, I better take Brunson then. So, (laughs) yeah, so it definitely affected the strategy with the with the rules and everything. But I even though I have the last place vote here, like I, I uh, I still had a good time. It was pretty cool. So good, good, yeah. good concept, Zach. Good concept. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. So we'll we'll transition now to kind of um, talking about quickly here some some of the impacts of the role players in the playoffs. Um, because I normally we're always talking about Tatum and Doncic, and I thought about doing that. I thought about doing a this or that version where it's like Doncic or uh, Jimmy Butler, that, that, those sort of scenarios. But then uh, I thought about it, and we haven't really given love to – I mean, there's so many players here that some were drafted and others went undrafted just now, but um, some of these role players or starters that normally are forgotten and have been making big impacts. So um, on all four teams, but especially there's some teams that have had this more than others. So I'll ask Eric just real quickly um, of the four teams, which of these uh, role players and, you know, not all star type players. Have you seen this out or maybe one team that has had a lot of them or some disappointments or some of these guys you thought would be doing better? Just um, a bunch there. <laughs> yeah. Well, for me, uh, the guys that you have for the Warriors pictured here, like Otto Porter and Kevon Looney, like just lately here in these last couple games, like they have really been showing out, especially Kevon Looney. I think the problem that a big problem that the Mavericks have going forward and why I really don't think they have any chance to win the series is just because their big man depth is just not very good. And, and you can tell just when like Kevon Looney has been torching them. Like the last game, he got a career high and uh, he got a career high in points against them. And he just he gets all kinds of rebounds and and he's showing a lot of hustle and st- stuff that you want from your role players, especially you know, especially your bigs. I mean, that's you know, especially when you're not a star big, you know your job is to make sure you don't give up second chance rebounds and protect the rim. And, and he, he's been doing that pretty well. So I have to give him a lot of credit for sure. Like that, 
there's definitely a lot of others that stand out too but just for like a quick answer like that's just been the top thing i've been noticing so far over especially in this current series going on right now well do you think this is sustainable that obviously he's not going to get a career high every night but um do you think this is more just the flash in the pan with two games and then um i maybe not for like two games but i i think he'll sustain it for the rest of the series probably now depending on assuming the warriors do win the series uh you know, depending on who they play between the Celtics or Heat, that, that's when I think it's going to cool down a little bit. I mean, he's not going to get those same numbers against like Bam Adebayo probably, or you know, against the like rotating bigs that the Celtics have between like you know Grant Williams and Robert Williams and you know some of the guys that they have like that. He's probably not going to have as much success, but um, but even there was like one game, uh, I believe it was like the final game against the Grizzlies like he had 22 rebounds in one of those games like so he he's been doing pretty well so I he's definitely someone you know like I was sometimes like when I would do like DraftKings lineups or something and I would see like I'd be like somebody drafted Kavon Looney like why did they draft him you know like or yeah. like I would you know I, I'd see people talking about him like why are they talking about him but he, he's gotten a lot better and he's been more on my radar for sure yeah Gotcha. Um, for me, there's two sort of role players that stand out, and they're both in the East going against each other. Uh, Grant Williams, I think, is he's critical for the Celtics because um, for them to win this series, he's playing big time minutes for them. I mean, way more than I think he did in the regular season, and he's got to stay not get into foul trouble. I think that's something he's been bad at is taking bad fouls. Um, so he's got to limit that. He's got to play like he did in that game seven against Milwaukee. Um, and then just make his shots early because it seems like he's more confident shooter if he gets going in the first quarter. But if he gets a bunch of fouls and, you know, miss, miss three pointers, I think that's key for the Celtics for them not to have that. And then also, I mean, just a guy out of nowhere. Um, for the Heat, Max Struess. Um, I, I I don't know if that's how you say his name. I just want to say it like that. Struess. Struess. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, dude, like nobody knew. I, I didn't know who this guy was before the playoffs. Like, I don't think any of us did. Yeah, I agree. I I didn't know who he was either. And and then he's, just, he's in their starting lineup. Like, he's ahead of – I know Robinson's had some injuries and stuff and Hero has been inconsistent in these playoffs. But but just the fact to me that an undrafted guy like this um, just goes, it's just next man up for the Heat. And it's just like, how do they get these guys? Gabe Vincent um, and him were both starters for the first two games while Lowry was hurt. So it's just, I think this is, I've been loving the, you know, Heat culture all the the past few episodes. And it's, it's because of guys like this that are undrafted. Other teams had them and cut them they bounce around and they just end up taking them and and making them look like good players now he's a guy where it's another situation he's a streaky shooter so he's not going to be a reliable like steph curry or anything like that but man if he gets it going it he you know saved the heat um in game three so those are my standout sort of role players i know we've kind of gone through most of the big ones here when before connor speaks but um, Connor, is there anyone that's catching your eye or 
um, someone that's disappointed you, like the Mavericks cast that's disappointed you, or or what? I mean, yeah, I guess you could say the Mavericks cast has been a bit disappointing in all sense. I mean, you know, it's like they're having to rely so much on Luka Doncic in these playoffs that, you know, it's like, I know Reggie Bullock's been playing well, but like, you know, like Maxi Kleba and Spencer Dinwiddie haven't really been doing much the first couple of games. Um, Derek Finney-Smith, like he, or Dorian Finney-Smith hasn't been really playing that great either. It's just, they really need to find some way to get better because Luka's kind of proven, and we've proven in the past that Luka can't do it all on his own. Um, You know, Luka kind of needs that reliable second guy to really stand out and shine for them. Um, You know, again, mentioned in the past that we all thought originally that it was going to be Porzingis and Jalen Brunson's been doing a decent job, but, you know, he's not, he can't, he's not quite level yet of like, you know, in my opinion of a, someone who's going to be a true like number two guy at the moment. Like I said, he's been playing a lot better and he can play in that role, but they need someone else to, who can also step up if Brunson's having an off night, because if he's having an off night, then, and everyone else is having an off night, then Luca just carrying the team on his own. So definitely disappointed from the Mavericks. And if I want to mention the other guy on this screen that hasn't been mentioned at all, PJ Tucker, I mean, he's just kind of big for his defense. You know, he did a really good job in the playoffs last year with the Bucks. you know, being able to guard, um, like guard Kevin Durant in that series against the Nets, you know, that was really a big change that they made was putting Tucker on Durant. And, you know, while Durant obviously still got his points and still did well, it seemed like putting Tucker on him contained him more and Durant was more uncomfortable. So that's really what they need from him. I mean, obviously he'll provide the corner threes whenever you need them. And, you know, he'll complain about fouls, but, uh, you know, people don't, they seem to forget about how good of a defender he is. So they definitely need him to guard guys like Jason Tatum and guard guys like Al Horford to avoid them, you know, getting into the getting comfortable and doing what they do. I know Tatum had a really bad game last game. One of the reasons why the heat were able to pull it off in Boston. So um, they're definitely going to need that from PJ Tucker going forward, but you know, the most important role player in all of these playoffs that is going to win it for the team that he plays for is former NBA champion and Miami heat legend, Udonis Haslam best role player. Oh yeah. (laughs) See, The the heat are just waiting till like, they're like, Hey, if we get to the finals, that's when Haslam comes out. He's the secret weapon. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe that guy's still in the NBA. Like (laughs) he's the 15th man. (laughs) I, I wanna, he's like basically I, a coach. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty much a player coach. But um, but last year I want to say he played literally like two minutes, at, and then he he his he averaged like four points there because he got four points in two minutes. But also like one he ejected. ejected. <laughs> yeah. he, he like he, fought somebody. <laughs> he just came in and fought somebody. I think so. It's like yeah, you see him on the sidelines and stuff. Um, He's like the grandfather of the team, you know, like <laughs> just kind of taking up a roster spot uh, for no threat of being in the game. But, yeah, we don't know when he'll retire, but um, I wouldn't. Hey, as, as long as the Heat are willing to pay him, I'm sure, uh, you know, he'll stick around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Tom Brady of the uh, NBA in longevity terms. Um, yeah, so that will wrap up our NBA coverage here, the playoffs, and then we'll just close out the episode 
by giving a little recap of last Tuesday night. It was a good night for Eric and I. Uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you watch the lottery live or did you just find I out? I did not. No, I, I found out probably an hour or two after it happened. I saw some notifications. Okay. Yeah, so I um, it was kind of perfect for me. I just got back to my room and turned on the TV and they like literally were holding up the card for the Kings of pick four. And I was like, Oh wow, this is like happening right now. So I skipped all the commercials and the, the first part of the lottery. So I saw the magic and thunder were still in it. And, uh, you know, I saw the Kings at four and then I think it was the rockets at three. Um, and then, then I was like, oh, my God, the first two are going to be Magic and Thunder. And I knew the Magic had a little bit better odds than the Thunder. And then, yeah, the Thunder got second. The Magic got the first pick. So uh, I feel like it's a long time coming for the Magic. I mean, they they had a few years where they made the playoffs as like an eight seed or seven seed and, and lost in the first round. But there's been so many years where – They've finished at the bottom of the league and they've always had that, you know, number five pick or six pick like the the draft with um, Trey Young and Doncic. They had the pick right after those guys got drafted and they took um, Mo Bamba. So it's like they've always had these drafts where they get the where they miss out on the top two or three guys and then they end up with, you know, Aaron Gordon or Mo Bamba. Um but I really like, obviously, I'm glad they got the first pick, but the future for this team, I think, is pretty bright. Um, with Suggs and Wagner playing really good, especially Wagner was really, really good for them last year. Um, I think Suggs will develop. I'm still a believer in him. Cole Anthony, they got a few drafts ago from North Carolina. Um, they've got a young team, and they've still got some of these other young players, too. So. Um, I I really like, you know, I think they'll use this first pick. Um, and then really, I think they should be a lot better next year. And then hopefully in like two or three years, uh, they'll be, if these players all paying out for them, they'll, they'll have a really good team. But Eric, uh, talk about your thunder situation right now. And then, um, how this asset could be used for them. Yeah. It's exciting to be a thunder fan right now. I, was pretty surprised that we got the number two pick. Uh, I've kind of felt I felt your pain last year with the lottery. Like we had a chance to get two top five picks, depending on you know where Houston might have ended up. We could have got like fourth and fifth or something like that. But Houston ended up getting to keep their pick, and then our pick fell to like sixth, and so we only got that one pick. So that was a little frustrating last year. But seeing as how uh, you know, we got to move up and get number two this year. Like, I'm pretty excited about that. Like, there's at least three guys at the top of the board that I would be happy with the Thunder getting. I'd have to, like, really research them to truly see who I would want them to get. But, I mean, between uh, Chet Holmgren, Jabari Smith, and Paolo Banchero, like, I'd, I'd be fine with any of those guys getting on the team and... And they're all like bigger guys too, which is nice because that's really what the Thunder need. I mean, we have Shea and Giddy right now in the backcourt. They're not the greatest fit though, so I won't be surprised if they break that up eventually. But at the same time, they're both pretty solid players and a, a 
true big is what we really need. And then we also have the number 12 pick as well that we got from that big trade with Paul George to the Clippers a little while back. Um, and they also have the 30th and 34th pick. So I'm hoping what they do is they take those three picks and maybe move up a few more slots to get more of a upper tier player. I don't know if they plan on trying to do that or if they feel like there's an option there, but regardless, uh, you know, the Thunder should be able to make some solid moves here. And I hope they don't do something stupid, like trade down that number two pick. Like, please don't be stupid, Sam Presti. Like, I know he loves collecting draft picks. Like, please don't do that. <laughs> like, you have, like, 50 picks over the next seven years, so this is the time to, hey. you know, start using them to make some moves. Yeah, what were you going to say, hey, Well, you know, uh, we'll give you a few, we'll give him a few more draft picks if he takes Gordon Hayward off of our hands. So, you know, hey, I'll, I'm I'll sure take it. I'll take it. He'll you know? be happy with more draft picks. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, we'll take that number 13 pick and a couple more. In. <laughs> oh, no, see, I wasn't going to offer that. I was I was going to give you like a, a future first or something. OK, well, yeah, I, we'll consider that. We'll consider that. But I guess <laughs> like real quick here. So, Zach, like I know you haven't me and you have both haven't had a ton of time to like research yet. But if you're the mad, you're the Magic's general manager, you're on the clock right now. First overall pick, who would you take? I, I need to know. I need to know who I'm going to be able to get. So, <laughs> I, I think right. I'm going to do a lot more research on this because it's not a clear choice. But I think I'm leaning Chet early on. Um, really, not even so much for what he did in college, just more what he's done before college, like how hyped up he was. His, um, I know he's pretty thin, but for as tall as he is, people say he can potentially be like a Kevin Durant where he can shoot, you know, be a great shooter anywhere on the court. Um, I don't know too much about uh, Boncharo, but I've heard good things about him. And then Smith, I think is pretty good, but you know, I don't remember him being, you know, Oh my God, number one pick in the draft. So I'll have to go back and, and rewatch some of his games, but um, I'm leaning Chet for now. What about you though? All right. Yeah. Chet would be my first choice, but I will not be surprised at all if the magic take him. And I am in the same boat with you that I, you know, I need to do more research, but if it's just going right now, like just from what I'm hearing about Jabari Smith, I would take him uh, at, with the second overall pick if Chet goes first. So, uh, and I'm not going to complain about that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that will wrap up this episode. Hopefully you enjoyed listening and watching to all of our talk. And until next time, remember, be clutch. Bye. Peace.